Yo, this is David, back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 127. Uh, alright, I'm not gonna lie, I almost pushed this one back a day or two just cause I'm tired, man. I just kinda wasn't feeling it tonight, but I decided, you know what, I'm gonna try to stay on schedule. Power through, nothing going on, I'm not sick or anything, I just kinda... Wasn't feeling it today, so. But I'm going for it anyway, so let's jump right in. We're going to play something from a three-piece band from Sweden that originally existed from 91 to 05. And then uh, after a long dormant period, they uh, reformed last year in 2021, and uh, and they're still going right now, about to release a new album in October here. That band is Defleshed, and the reason I first checked out Defleshed was because uh, the drummer... Mr. Modine um, was the drummer for Dark Funeral at the time, and I saw that he was also the drummer for Defleshed, so I wanted to check them out and see what they were all about, and it was some nice, real grindy uh, death metal, and I thought it was really good. I thought the drumming was great. Um, so yeah, they had five albums out um, up until 2005, whenever they disbanded. And uh, now that they've reformed, they're about to release their sixth album, which is the first one since 2005, called Grind Over Matter, which is going to come out on October 28th uh, through Metal Blade. And they just released a uh, music video for the title track, and it's great. Um, it sounds just like just like their kind of later albums, um, just with better production. The production's fantastic, and the song is short and sweet, but um, sounds really good. And it's just kind of cool to hear bands like them and Carcass and stuff like that still going strong uh, and releasing some of their best material, frankly, uh, pretty late in their career here. So I was actually, um, I, I don't know what verb to use here, but uh, pushing, I guess, for The Crown to uh, recruit the uh, the bass player slash vocalist from Deflesh um, to join The Crown because they lost Magnus their bass player who kind of retired from the band after many many years and uh, that's a big loss because he's a good songwriter as well for them um, but yeah I figured well you know Defleshed they're also Swedish uh, plus that guy could do some pretty sick backing vocals and stuff as well so I put it out there and uh, the crown liked my comment but uh, you know of course they didn't <laughs> they didn't pursue this guy they've got somebody else filling in on bass now that would have been cool though but uh, anyways this tune's really cool, and the music video is really cool, and it's just good to have them back. So here we go off of the upcoming album, Grind Over Matter. This is Defleshed with Grind Over Matter. Turning. If not in favor for my heart, I will burn it. 
There we go. That is Defleshed from Sweden with Grind Over Matter. Again, that album uh, of the same name comes out on October 28th. Definitely going to be checking out that record. Uh, I first heard them at uh, an old CD store I used to frequent called Warehouse Music, and they used to have a little listening station where you could scan the album, and it would bring it up on the computer, and then you could listen to 30-second samples of all the songs on it. So uh, I can't even remember what album I picked of theirs, but uh, that was my first taste of of hearing them, I'll never forget. A lot of bands I kind of discovered that way where I had heard of them but hadn't actually heard them and used that little listening station at the CD store to to expose me to it. Um, Alright, we're going to Norway here. This band has been going since 04. It's really a one-man project but he does have a full lineup of, of live members. Uh, that band is Mork from, uh, from Norway. They're from Halden, which I believe is in the east of Norway, but um, he's been busy. He's been releasing some really solid stuff. Their last album, which came out a year or two ago, um, was really good. Uh, had a guest appearance from uh, Nocturnal Culto from Dark Throne on there on the song Svart Malt, and he's been busy with EPs, which uh, he's done a couple now. He did one called Pesta recently, maybe 2020, and uh, just released a new one on September 16th of this year called Den Svevende Festning, which means the Floating Fortress. And that was released on, uh, as I said, September 16th through Peaceville Records, which they've been signed uh, with Peaceful for a while now. But yeah, he's got five full-length albums and now four EPs uh, with this newest one included. But uh, this one's good. The last one was pretty short and sweet. This one's fairly short as well. There's some live stuff on there, but I, f I think there's three... Um, original tunes on this EP, so that's kind of cool. But this one stood out to me as a favorite. Um, but yeah, he loves, he's younger. I mean, he's a, he's a little bit older than me, but he's still too young to have been around, you know, in that 90s black metal scene. Um, but he really, he so wants to be. Because <laughs> he used to have this podcast. I don't think he has formally you know, discontinued the podcast. He's just been busy and hasn't really done a new episode in quite some time. But it's called the Thomas Erickson Podcast, which I've uh, promoted on this this podcast as well because I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, but yes, when he talks to some of these, you know, uh, grandfathers of the scene, you can tell that he just he loves that he's getting to kind of rub elbows with uh, this this black metal royalty, and he so wishes that he could have been around back then as well. But uh, he's doing his best to kind of channel that same kind of old-school energy and old-school sound. Um, and I like them, but it, 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 they are kind of one of those bands where once you've heard one album, you've kind of heard them all. He hasn't really uh, evolved much in his sound, but it's still just solid, straightforward black metal. So here we go, off of the Den Svevende Festning EP. This is Mork with Ontung, which means uh, snake tongue.
Alright, there we go. That was Mork from Norway with Ormtunge. And yeah, like right down to the guitar tones and everything, it's it's very much sounds like it's modeled after um, some later, you know, Dark Throne albums. Or maybe not later, but kind of in that period of uh, like The Cult is Alive, you know, that kind of guitar sound. Um, but it's a great old school sound and song, and that EP is pretty cool, so uh, hasn't been out for very long. So check it out if you haven't already. Alright, we're jumping back to Sweden here. This is a great Doom band that's been going since 07, and uh, I've been kind of singing their praises for a while now, and wearing their shirts, and um, just promoting them any chance I get, pretty much, and that band is Anguish, and I first heard them on uh, Radio Fenris back in the day, and I've uh, been following them ever since. They've released a couple more albums since then. Uh, they just released one, God, was it last year? I think it was 2021. Um, yeah, it was, but, um, they've been great, like, they've been super solid, and I love the vocals, because it's not really full-blown extreme, like, black metal or death metal vocals, it's just this real decrepit, just throaty, raspy voice, and it suits the music perfectly, it just kind of has this real primitive, uh, feel to it anyways, the music does, but, um, but yes, they just released a split, uh, which was kind of news to me until about a week and a half ago. Um, they've got four albums total in 2012, 2014, 2018, and then, like I said, uh, their newest one came out last year. But um, but yeah, they just released a split on September 15th with uh, a band called Mortajas. I'm not even sure, because it's M-O-R-T-A-J-A-S. I'm not sure how that would really be pronounced. I'm just pronouncing the J like a Y, just because that's what they do in Sweden. <laughs> so I don't know. But this split, uh, as I said, came out September 15th through Sun and Moon Records. And uh, each band has, I think, three songs, if I remember correctly, on there. But I've only heard this one song from Anguish off of the split. Um, and I need to find it and buy it pretty much I just kind of had no choice but to pull this one off of YouTube which I hate to do I always try to support these bands uh, any chance I get when doing the podcast and purchase the songs off of their band camp or you know through the iTunes store or whatever you know uh, I, I never want to just take something but uh, I really wanted to play this and I could not find it <laughs> so I need to listen to the rest of the split and uh, and purchase that. It's got to be out there. Maybe I should look on Sun and Moon Records Bandcamp page or something. Maybe, surely the label has it for sale. Um, but anyways, this song is the only one I've heard, and it's great. I jump at any chance I get to listen to Anguish, and um, you know, they they're always solid. They don't deviate much from their sound, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> so. Off of their new split album, this is Anguish with Beyond the Veil. Sagan is dead after the ritual, ripping the veil, world of the
right, that was Anguish from Uppsala, Sweden, and uh, that was Beyond the Veil off of their new split with whatever the hell that band is called, because I'm just not confident in my pronunciation. Um, all right, let's jump to Greece here. This band, I forget how new they are. They've been around since 2020. It's a three-piece band from Greece called Lunar Spells, and I feel like I've played a song off of their debut uh, which was released independently, and then they just released their second album independently called Demise of Heaven that came out uh, on September 9th, which is, I mean, pretty stereotypical, you know, uh, album title for a black metal band. And they're definitely not, you know, reinventing the wheel with their sound, but it is just very uh, thin and cold-sounding kind of melodic black metal. There's a lot of kind of real atmospheric riffing kind of in the vein of the bands from like the Finnish black metal uh, scene you know I get some kind of Horna vibes and Sargeist vibes from them um, but they do it really well so the fact that they're still independent actually I think they are signed um, to somebody but it just shows that this album was still released independently so maybe uh, them being signed is a fairly recent development not really sure but um, but yeah, I just kind of stumbled back upon them recently and was like, oh yeah, I think I've played something of theirs back back in the day, who knows when, in one of these previous episodes. But uh, checked out this new album, and uh, it's really cool. It's really good. So here we go. Off of the new album, Demise of Heaven, this is Lunar Spells with Aversion to Theurgy.
and that was Lunar Spells from Greece with uh, Aversion to Theurgy. Pretty good, right? I mean, it's pretty solid. I would listen to that again. Um, it's, you know, it's definitely sounds like something I've heard plenty of times before, but it's some good black metal. All right, we're going to Ontario. I don't know why I said Ontario so strangely. Ontario, Canada to a, uh, they label themselves as a speed metal band. Not necessarily thrash, but speed metal. That's been around since 83. That band is Razor. I love Razor. Um, their 80s albums and early 90s albums for that matter are really good. Um, they haven't really released much of anything since about the mid-90s. I think that last album was in 97. But um, they've kind of been going strong here with a, you know, a revamped uh, lineup for the last few years, and uh, they're finally releasing a new record, or they did. It's actually out now. I think it just came out last week. But uh, this new album is their ninth album called Cycle of Contempt. came out on September 23rd through Relapse Records. Uh, has some great cover art, by the way. <laughs> so I think it's a politician of some sort uh, getting their head chopped off by a uh, guitar that I think is shaped like an axe or something like that. Uh, just very, very thrash metal right there. But yeah, vocally, it's, you know, lower vocals than there were back in the day. They had a higher delivery back in the day, but I think that just comes with uh, being older, pretty much. Your voice changes, but uh, there's certainly no shortage of speed and aggression on this new one. It has a very, you know, thick and uh, clear and pristine production. I think the drums are a little too loud in the mix, personally. I'd like to hear the guitars a little more front and center, but... Um, but yeah, I can't complain too much. It is very punchy and heavy, and uh, it's a good record. It's a great return for them since they haven't put out anything since '97. It's just nice to have them back uh, in releasing some, you know, some heavy stuff. But uh, they got some goofy song titles here and there. I think there's a song called Jabroni on there, which <laughs> cracked me up. Uh, but this one was actually one of the singles. I think it was the second single that they released uh, from the album. Um, but it's a really good tune. So here we go off of the new album Cycle of Contempt. This is Razor with A Bitter Pill. Thank you. 
All right, that was Razor from Canada with a bitter pill. Uh, definitely, you know, energized that band uh, after such a long time away. It's a good record. It fits right in with the rest of their discography. Um, all right, we're going to Poland here, a band that's been going since 91, who I've always been kind of critical of, but still, I'm still a fan for the most part here, and that is Behemoth. Um, they just released a new record, and it's their 12th album. It's called Opus Contra Naturum, and that came out on September 16th through Nuclear Blast, and um, really haven't been into much of their stuff since, like, Evangelion had some good tunes on there there was maybe three or four that i thought were cool on that and then they just kind of lost me with the last couple um and even this new one is not outstanding but it's better i would say than the last couple of albums uh, i was pleasantly surprised the good songs are very good and then there's some that just feel like they wrote it uh in an afternoon pretty much and just very simplistic uh structurally and riff wise and it just felt like they weren't even weren't even trying pretty much when they wrote it uh, so it's kind of strange how uh, how far on opposite ends of the spectrum these songs are within this album but there are some really good ones on here as well and uh, the one I'm about to play is a prime example of that excellent song and it sticks in my head um, I found myself kind of whistling some of the melodies in this song uh, to myself recently and uh, yeah, pleasantly surprised. This is, for me, their best output since Evangelion, I would say. So here we go, off of the new album, Opus Contra Naturum. This is Behemoth with The Deathless Sun.
There we go. That was Behemoth with The Deathless Sun. Definitely one of the better tunes off of this uh, this new album. So yeah, if you haven't heard it, check it out. If you've written them off, check it out. Um, they're one of those bands that, as critical as I am, I am still a fan. So uh, anytime they release something, I'm going to check it out for sure. All right, we're going to Ireland here out of Cavan which is up north. This is a three-piece band who uh, are good friends of, uh, of us and Krigsgrove. They've been going since 03. Now, I feel like I've been pronouncing their band name wrong because I've never heard it said out loud, so I always was guessing. Um, I've always called them Eternal Hellcarax because it ends with A-X-E, which to me, in my head, that spells Axe, so Hellcarax. But... I second-guessed myself and I googled it like how do you pronounce that word and it's a you know a Tolkien word and from that kind of that world the Middle-earth stuff which I've never really I don't know all the ins and outs of all that I like the movies but that's about as far as it goes for me but yeah it's a word from from that and uh, it sounds like they pronounce the E at the end of it so it's like Helcaroxy Helcaroxy something like that so, uh, my apologies if I've been mispronouncing it, or if I'm still mispronouncing it, <laughs> even after doing my online research there. So I'm going to say Helcaroxy, and, you know, if you guys are listening, just correct me, please. Um, but anyways, they're a great band, and uh, they're good dudes, and we've uh, become friends. We kind of promote each other's, you know, anytime there's something new uh, being put out there from, from either band, you know, the other's goes out of their way to uh, to promote it and we're happy to do it because they're an excellent band we just legitimately want more people to hear their stuff <laughs> so i first heard them from an old friend of mine i've told this story before i know but uh, an old friend of mine floyd who uh, i met in he's an american and him and his wife were uh, in oslo norway at the same time that i was there with my uh, then wife in 2011 and uh, so we met them and just kind of hung out the entire time and uh stayed in touch and he would send me music and um one time you know my wife and i went to visit them in new mexico where they live and um he gave me a burned copy of um one of their early eps or mini albums i'm not sure how they classify it but um but yeah he gave me a, just a burned cd of it and said have you ever heard them i said no and he's like oh it's excellent you know and he gave it to me and uh, so I didn't know the titles of the songs I didn't know anything but I just had that burn CD and I thought it was great so whenever I saw that they were signing with uh, Nature Mocked Productions which was Krigsgrove's label at the time I was pretty psyched uh, to see that and uh, I believe they're still on Nature Mocked which is cool uh, Nature Mocked has been going strong for a while now and just seem to be getting a stronger and stronger roster every year they're releasing some great stuff um, but yes, so they are about to release their third album, their new one. It's coming out, um, well, this this week, actually, if you're hearing this. It'll come out this upcoming Friday on September 30th. It's called Drown in Ash. And um, they actually sent me the, uh, the album in advance uh, to hear it, and it's really good. It's really good. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for them. They're getting some good, some good press here um, and some good response for their new material. So yeah, this one uh, that I'm going to play is kind of the single that they released off of it recently. And um, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but it's great, and they've added certain elements or kind of um, made some of their best elements even more prominent, I guess, in their sound might be a good way to put it, because it's not necessarily new stuff, but it's like they've just taken the best parts of their past releases and amplified it even further, and the performances are great, vocals are great, and um, yeah, this is this is going to be a damn good album, so I'm looking forward to this uh, this week. So here we go. I'm going to do my best with the pronunciation here off of their new album, Drown in Ash. This is Eternal Helkaroxe with Where Dead Things Roam Free.
right, there we go. That was Eternal Helcaroxe from Cavan, Ireland. With Where Dead Things Roam Free. And um, that's a great tune. And the album is great. You guys are going to love it. Uh, all right, lads, let me know if I totally uh, screwed that up because my confidence in that pronunciation is still shit. So uh, feel free to, uh, to rip me a new one online if I'm totally botching it. But we're going to the USA here for this next one. Three-piece band that's been going since 91. Very heavy band, and that band is Dying Fetus. Uh, they've been kind of dormant for the last five, six years. Um, still haven't really seen a, a, a real you know, press release for a, an upcoming album. But they did, out of the blue, release a single um, on September 2nd. And they've got eight albums up to this point, and it's been assumed that they're working on a new one, but uh, I, I don't know for sure. I'm just assuming so with the release of this single, but um, they're signed to Relapse Records, so I imagine that's who will release uh, their next album. But uh, yeah, they just kind of released this this single with some you know special cover art just for the single, but it's great. Um, they've you know definitely picked up right where they left off. They haven't lost a step over the years. Um, Trey Williams is phenomenal, of course, on drums as always. And uh, my son actually likes watching some of his uh, his drum cam videos, but I just I never tell my son what uh, the band name is because <laughs> he's too young. I'm mean, like, just I just say let's watch Trey Williams, and that's all he needs to know. He doesn't need to know the uh, the band name, but but yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm just gonna stand by and hope that they're releasing a new album sometime soon because they're one of those bands that like even though they're kind of brutal and, and technical and stuff, and I'm not typically into that style much anymore these days, they're one band that I think they do such a good job of it that I, I can't help but appreciate it. So here we go off of their untitled future new album. This is Dying Fetus with Compulsion for Cruelty. Thank you. 
That was Dying Fetus with Compulsion for Cruelty. Definitely sounds sounds like Dying Fetus for sure. <laughs> what else is there to say? Uh, all right, we're going to Australia here. This is a band that I really thought was kind of over. Uh, I don't know why. I might be confusing them with somebody else, but um, they've been going since 05. And that is Woods of Desolation. And uh, haven't released anything in like eight or nine years. So, I mean, that's probably why I thought that they were done but um, out of nowhere seemingly out of nowhere a new single was released and uh, turns out they're gonna be releasing an album called the falling tide on December 9th of this year through season of mist and that'll be their fourth album first one in eight years and the title track uh, was released and the cover art looks great looks right in line with uh, some of their you know newer artwork from some of the reissues and stuff that they've done uh, so it's great artwork, and this song is really good. It sounds sounds great. It sounds like no time has passed, pretty much. Ugh, my nose is itching like crazy here while I'm trying to do this, and it's driving me nuts. But yeah, song is great. Cover art is great. The production's really good. Uh, I was a big fan of their album, Torn Beyond Reason. And uh, so yeah, I am excited to uh, to hear another full album from them so December is quite a ways off or it feels like it anyways I'm sure it'll be here before we know it but gotta wait a little bit for this one but in the meantime you can enjoy this one so here we go off of their upcoming fourth album The Falling Tide this is Woods of Desolation with The Falling Tide
Alright, that was Woods of Desolation from Australia with the Falling Tide. Really good and definitely sounds like no time has passed between their third album and this new album. Um, sounds right in line with the rest of their discography and that excites me. Alright, we're going to France here. This band has been going since 99. Initially was a one-man show and now... A two-man show, technically, on the albums, but uh, they've had a very consistent live lineup for the entire time that they've been playing live, pretty much, which has been since around 2010 uh, or 11, I'd say. That band is Alcest, and they've gotten popular, very popular, and um, at the time that I first heard them, I think they had just released the second album, and uh, I saw them for the first time in Oslo, um, it was part of the Inferno Festival, but it wasn't part of the actual like three days that they have at the big venue um, at the Rockefeller. They had what's called their club club day or club night the day before the festival started. Uh, and the point of that was that they had a couple, two or three bands playing at different clubs in Oslo. So you kind of have to make a choice of which ones you want to see the most. But the point of it is that they wanted people to go check out some of these other local venues and promote them and uh, just kind of spread it around the city instead of having it all be at the Rockefeller and the John D. Um, so yes, we went to... Uh, I honestly can't even remember. I want to say it was called like the Rock Inn or something like that. Something very generic like that, but it was this little club that you had to go downstairs. It was underground basically. But there was one way in and one way out, which is that one staircase. And I'm like, well, let's hope that nothing bursts into flames while we're down here, because then we're screwed. But, um, but yeah, there was a couple of bands that I really didn't care, you know, much to see. But then Alcest was playing third and really wanted to see them. And they were great. I've seen them two other times since then in Dallas. Uh, and it's always uh, an excellent show. But, um... What made me pick them, because there was several good bands playing that night, so even before ever going to Oslo, I made the choice of like looking at all the lineups for that club day, I was like, this is the one I want to see, and that was because I heard this song, and uh, to me it's still one of my favorite Alcest tunes, and it's off of the second album, they're up to six now, um, can't remember when the newest one came out, but I want to say it's probably been, probably been a couple of years by now, 2020? So yeah, they might be working on a new one right now for all I know. But yeah, they got six albums, and uh, this second album was the first one to have an actual drummer. Uh, because, you know, the main man, whose band it was, Solo Project, basically, uh, he played everything on the first album. But uh, on this second album, he, uh, you know, relinquished uh, the drum throne to somebody else. The album's called... Escape de Lune, which means like the scales of the moon, I think. And that came out in 2010 through po Prophecy Productions, who I believe they're still signed to Prophecy. Um, I could be wrong on that, but they, they've been with them for a long time. But um, this one song in particular, there's just this moment in the middle of the song that just elevates the whole thing, and, uh, and it just becomes this really beautiful, big-sounding piece. And I loved it, so whenever I heard that, I was just like, well, I'm sold. I'm going to go see them for sure. And, um, yeah, it's still it's still a moving song to me. I really love it. So I'm going to do my best to pronounce it. There's accent marks and all kinds of stuff, plus it's just French, which I don't do well with at all anyways. 
So I'm going to do my best here. So off of Esque de Lune, this is Alcest with Perse de Lumière, which means um, like break breakthroughs of light or light breaking through or something like that.
right, that was Alceste from France with Perse de Lumière. Yeah, that's still one of my favorite, if not my absolute favorite, Alceste tune. Uh, Alright, we're going to Spain here. I'm sure you can hear my son's cat making noise and scratching shit in the background. Uh, he was meowing right before I started playing that Alceste song. So yes, he's right on cue, doing his usual... Uh, annoying things while I'm trying to record. He sleeps all day, and then I push record, and then he decides to just do whatever. So, it's always good. Anyways, we're going to Spain here. This band's been going since 2015. It's a four-piece band that I, frankly, had never heard of until recently. Uh, they're called Spectrum Mortis, and it's really good. It's really dark, really heavy, kind of has this dissonance to it. Uh, but it just feels like really dark, blackened death type stuff, and it's really good. It's a band that I wish I had heard sooner. Um, but I kind of get why I haven't heard them, because they haven't even released their debut album yet. <laughs> so, I can't really blame me too much for having not heard them, but they've done a couple of EPs in 2016 and 2018. Uh, but their debut, you know, full-length album is about to come out, it's called Beat Messeri. Uh, the Incantation, and that's being released through Listenable Records, and um, they've released a few things from it so far. Um, I came across it on Spotify. There's there's a couple of little singles or whatever, but um, it's great. I mean, it's really good, and I'm checking out some of the older stuff, and it's really good, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, damn, this is another one to add to the to the repertoire here of great bands that are kind of doing this style right now. But um, yes, if you dig this, check out the album coming out September 30th. So here we go from Spain. This is Spectrum Mortis with Utu Abzu.
we go. That was Spectrum Mortis with Utu Abzu. That's really good. I mean, it's it's really well done. Um, yeah, I, I'm very eager to check out more from them because I think that song is phenomenal. Um, Alright, we're going to the UK here out of Birmingham. This band is uh, no longer active, but uh, some of their members are still kind of doing their thing in other bands. That is Bolt Thrower, who I've played many times on the podcast. They existed from 86 until 2016. Um, Once Martin Kearns passed away, the band decided that they would not carry on, as they frankly did not want to carry on without him, uh, which is, you know, very admirable to me. Um, Andy Whale, their original drummer, was kind of out of retirement. He had stopped playing music because he had some... You know, young sons that he wanted to be home to raise them and not be out on tour a bunch and stuff like that. So his sons are pretty much grown now, so he's kind of back in action. Uh, So I honestly thought they might use him, uh, since he was their original drummer, that they might get him and continue. But they said, no, with Martin gone, we're we're done. So, um, which is a shame because they're such a great band. But uh, I'm going to play something off of an album that doesn't get as much love as some of their others because some people either really love the early stuff like War Master and, you know, Realm of Chaos and stuff like that. Um, or the later stuff like Those Once Loyal is a phenomenal album. But this kind of middle period here, it was kind of a tumultuous period somewhat. I don't think they ever stopped, you know, being best friends or anything like that. Uh, But Carl Willits, the vocalist, you know, he's left and come back a couple of times uh, throughout their career. But yeah, he left, I believe, to go back to school, and and then they didn't have a vocalist lined up. I think they were using Martin Van Drunen for a time in, like, 97. Um, And then, you know, Dave Ingram from Benediction was filling in for some live stuff, and then, of course, later on he would join the band for the Honor, Valor, Pride uh, album. And they're all just a big happy family, like Carl and Dave Ingram and stuff. They're all best friends anyways. Um, but yeah, so it was during that time that Carl was out that they were working on the album Mercenary. And they ended up convincing Carl to just do some guest vocals or session vocals, I should say, for the album. So he hadn't necessarily rejoined as a member, but he just said, sure, why not? Since they didn't have a vocalist, that he would just do the studio session, basically, and do the vocals on the album. So the album, Mercenary, came out in November of 98 through Metal Blade. It's their sixth album out of eight, and um, it's also kind of an interesting spot in their career because they had hired Martin Kearns. Uh, He had the nickname of Kitty because he was like 17 when he first auditioned and got the, the part, got the gig, and that was in like 94. Um... And so he was in the band for like three years, but then he left. I'm not really sure why. That's been unclear to me uh, even to this day. I don't know why he left in uh, 97 or so. But um, but he, of course, came back and played, you know, on their last couple of records. But on this album, for the session, they had a drummer named Alex Thomas, who did a great job. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of this weird album where they had a different drummer, Carl was out of the band, but still did vocals on the album, and it was just kind of a weird spot. But it has some of their best songs on it, I think. Um, No Guts, No Glory is one that I first heard on my Metal Blade Records 20th anniversary box set from way back in the day when I was in high school. Um, And I loved that, and that's what prompted me to check out the rest of this album anyways. But uh, 
But this one that I'm about to play is my personal favorite from the album. And uh, Justin from Krigs Grove, I know he loves the title track from this album as well. So uh, even though it was at a weird spot in their discography, it's still um, a favorite amongst, you know, a lot of their fans. So here we go. Off of 1998's Mercenary, this is Bolt Thrower with Return from Chaos. <laughs>
Alright. That was Bolt Thrower from Birmingham with Return from Chaos. Yeah, great record, that Mercenary. It's kind of uh, one that's not talked about enough, in my opinion. Alright, we got a couple more here. We're going to Austria for this next one. It's a five-piece band that's been going since uh, 2015. Just released their debut in May of this year. That band is called Karner. And that's K-A-R-N-E-R. -E and I'm having some difficulty here because I know in Austria they tend to speak uh, German, or at least a form of German. And when looking up the song title and looking up the album title and trying to do a little Google Translate, you know, from German to English, it was not picking up, it wasn't able to do it. So I'm like, is this some other form of German, like an older form of German or something? And it's just not detecting it in Google Translate. So I am not even going to try to pronounce the album title. But uh, Frank, my German buddy, if you're listening to this, um, help me out. <laughs> How do I pronounce this? What does it mean? But I'm going to do my very best here. But anyways, they released this debut album in May of this year through Dominance of Darkness Records. And it's good. Um, I This is yet another one because my, my memory's going, I swear. But this is yet another one uh, that I know I've discovered them fairly recently, and I don't even really remember how I came across them. Um, probably just uh, they were listed as a similar artist to somebody else I was listening to, so I gave them a listen. And liked it, liked the cover art, and really enjoyed the music. It's black metal for sure, but it's something different. It's kind of a more modern take. Uh, on black metal, it's not super experimental per se, but it's just not your your straightforward, you know, uh, black metal like lunar spells that we were listening to earlier in the episode. You know, this is this is different, not post black metal, but just modern black metal. I don't know what else to say, but it's really good. The record is really good. So yeah, I'm not going to pronounce the the album title because I'm not confident. Uh, what it means <laughs> or how to pronounce it but I'll do my best with the song title because it's fairly short so I, I can probably do it so off of their debut album this is Karner from Austria with Totentons
right, there we go. That was Karner from Austria with Totentons. That's a really good tune and a really good record. And um, I'm feeling good lately. Like there's been some bands like Spectrum Mortis that we listened to just a few songs ago that I never heard before that I've heard in the last few weeks. And uh, it's just kind of, it's nice. When you get to a point where you feel like you've kind of heard everything, whenever you find some bands that kind of tickle your fancy for the first time in a while, then, you know, it's, it's a good feeling. Um, it just reminds you that there's more, there's more to be heard out there. There's always more to be heard. So yes, it is that time for me to announce the final song of the episode. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening, of course. Thanks for telling other people about the podcast. Uh, if you want to tell someone where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com. Or on the free Podbean app. And of course the entire catalog of episodes is also available on Spotify. So you can find it and follow it there. Uh, Any sort of feedback or requests or criticisms or anything like that. You can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And of course please find and like the Facebook page. Because any sort of like updates about episodes or uh, news or poll questions for you guys, the listeners. uh, It's all going to be posted there. So... Uh, please find and like the Facebook page so you can see those updates. Um, <clears throat> Alright, we're going to finish with a band I know nothing about, because that's good broadcasting right there. Uh, this band's from Germany. It's a four-piece that's been going since 2018. I This came as a like a recommendation I saw in a YouTube comment, and I don't remember what I was watching, but somebody said, oh man... Uh, you should check out this album by this band if you like this and and I was like okay I just happened to see the comment and was like well I've never heard of that band so I checked it out and it was it was really interesting like it's it's probably not a record I'm going to go back to a ton but when I heard it I definitely didn't regret it the band is called Toad Eater and I mean it's worth checking out just for the band name alone because who doesn't love a nice toad every now and again um but yeah, I was steered towards this one song in particular, and, um, and it's really good. Like I said, it's it's an album that's kind of different. It's kind of experimental. Um, there's a lot of different kind of styles within their sound, and uh, I don't know if I'll go back to it that often, but there's some special moments here, especially in this song. Um, you'll definitely come away from hearing this song and say, wow, like that." there was this one section in there that was awesome. Um, but they released their third album on September 9th of this year, and I'm not sure the pronunciation, because they're German, but this doesn't really come up as a German word when I look it up, so I don't know. Um, but it's B-E-X-A-D-D-E, so is it Bexade, or something like that? But that came out, as I said, September 9th through FDA Records, and that's their third album. They've put out uh, an album in 2019, 2020, and now 2022, so they've been pretty active since they formed in 2018. Um, But yeah, the vocals are interesting. He kind of does some different things vocally throughout this song, but it kind of has a sludgy vibe to it, but it's not, they're not a sludge band. There's lots of different kind of subgenres worked into this song in one form or another and uh, it's a long song but I feel like uh, the payoff is worth it I think there's some really good stuff within this song Um, really weird cover art just a weird band name and it's just a weird album (laughs) but it's not bad you should check it out 
So here we go. Until next time, I should be back in two weeks with another kind of normal episode. So until then, let's get this thing going off of their third album. I'm assuming it's pronounced Bexade. This is Toad Eater from Germany with Molten Gold. Cheers. Cheers.